We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. We are live. You feel me? What's good, people? You know, back with part two of our 2020 review. You know, just just got done filming the first one. So if you uh, heard that, hope you liked it. If you haven't, make sure you go watch that one. You know, we talk about a lot of good things. We talk about the World War Three scare, um, the lives that we've lost in 2020, both personal and national, the ones that made national headlines. And um, we talked a little bit about the riots and our thoughts on immigration and the police. So, you know, if you haven't watched that, make sure you check that one out because very good topics, very good discussions going on there. But um, without further ado, we're about to jump into this next part two of the 2020 review where we talk a little more about, a little bit more about personal things such as um, our college experience how MBH started and what it's what it means to us and you know our journey throughout our first year really um getting it up in the works um we're going to talk a little bit about COVID and the lockdowns and all how that played into really everything and um we're also going to talk about the election and Trump impeachment or Trump impeachment in quotations. But, you know, before we get into that, you know, I already know how you're doing, but how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Same as the last part. Yeah, you know, good, you know, just thugging it out, looking at it. Isn't that crazy how that's like a, a common term? I'm thugging it out. <laughs> you know me, I'm just you feel me? getting through it, getting through it. But, um, all right, let's let's jump straight into this then. So, let's start off with this. Let's start off with this uh, election news. You know, out the election pretty much. You know that was that that was what because in the last um, pod we were talking about media manipulation, and this is why the media was rallying us up this year with everything. That's why, you know, they scared us with the World War Three. The they said Trump was getting impeached when he really wasn't. The impeachment just went through the House, but the Senate said no. All this stuff was because of the election to get more and more people saying, oh my gosh, we gotta vote to make sure Trump stays in office or oh my gosh, we gotta vote to get this guy out of office. So just give me your personal opinions on the election and how everything played out and the events leading up to it. Um, like you said, the, the events leading up to it was what was the real election for me. Yeah. Like this year, this year and like a little bit of last year, kind of like were really like the only ones to me that really mattered as far as the election. Like I feel like with COVID, the economy shutting down, like you said, the World War Three, all this media hype, you know, because we're seeing media play such a huge role in everything now yeah. has really affected the the outcome of this election. And I feel like in a sense there was there is like election meddling with with how the media is either either giving out stories or holding on to stories like we've seen with the Hunter Biden laptop, you know, yeah. so there I mean. I feel like the media is really who decided who the people are going to vote for more than their own like personal beliefs or their personal opinions. Cause, and we said this before, like 
I feel like probably 80% of the people that voted for Joe Biden know none of his policies. Probably, I, I'm like, I feel like people that vote for Trump probably know Trump's stuff. But I mean, we're at a point where it's like people aren't really voting off of factual things or they're not voting because of policies or what the candidate really has to offer and bring to the table. Like, like we said before, like so many people are voting for Biden or voted for Biden just to get Trump out of office. They're not voting for Biden as a person, which to me, literally ridiculous. Yeah, literally the slogan was settle for Joe. So, so it's like y'all, y'all are literally admitting that y'all don't want him to be in office. Y'all just settling for him. And then one more thing is like, and when it comes to voting for who's going to run the country, who's going to have not control, but who's going to lead 300 million people, there should be no let's settle for this. If you, what would have been better to me is people who didn't want Trump in office or they didn't want Biden, just don't vote or take a stand and be like, we don't want neither one of these presidents. But instead, y'all went or and vote. vote third party. Yeah, or vote for one of the uh, what's what's the dude's name? Kanye. Kanye, but not him. I forgot. The, yeah, but vote for Kanye. But it's like you can't when there's when there's three hundred million people's lives at stakes at stake. There there shouldn't be such a thing like, well, let's just get him all out of office so at least we can have him. There should it should be like we want him and. Probably 80% of the people that voted for Biden didn't want him. Probably like 95. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I honestly, like, I honestly think probably more like 99. Like, because yeah. I mean, one, you can't you can't sit here with a straight face and tell me that he's all there in the mind. Like, you just can't. You do not know what's going on. Like, I don't care what you say, but and you can't tell me with a straight face that he is. That he's gonna save this country from whatever, whatever when he literally was happening with Trump. Wrote the crime bill, you feel me? Called black people super predators and all this. Y'all was getting y'all was voting for him because y'all was saying Trump was racist when he literally the only president to make the KKK uh domestic uh, terrorist organization mm-hmm. was the only one that, even the black one didn't do that, but the, the so-called black one, but Y'all did all this to get him out of office, not knowing that literally Joe Biden and Kamala Harris both don't like black people. Kamala Harris sent hella black people to like hella over weed. With a capital H. Like a lot, for real though. (laughs) And Joe Biden, like I said, he wrote the crime. Like he literally wrote it. Yeah, legislated it. Exactly. Like he backed it. He was the number one senator that backed the crime bill called black people, super predators, all this. So y'all not going to sit here and tell me that one, they're going to save the country and two, that they're going to solve racism. Yeah. And like, I've never, I still to this day, I don't know anybody that Trump has sent to jail or has legislated something that sent black people to jail. So I mean, people just like to bring up that uh, Central Park Five case, but you can't even bring that up because it's like it's not him. That it was the media portraying them in such a way that a, if he's gonna watch, if the news are saying that these four, that these five kids did it, I, I feel like anybody would be like, yeah. If if a person, if they thought that they had all the evidence and was like, yeah, these five kids raped and killed a girl, I would be like, give them the death penalty too. So I can't blame him for doing that. Yeah. And it's like, that shit was so long ago anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like none of them died. But also, I mean, I'm not going to say that. But, I mean, it's like that was four, five people. So it's like thousands, hundreds of thousands of men have been have been put in prison or put in jail under the under the acts or under the legislation that either Kamala Harris has uh, backed or Joe, Joe Biden has wrote. Exactly. And it's like, you know, say whatever you want about Trump. You can love him, hate him. I don't really care. You know, I think he's funny, but 
you cannot sit here and act. Trump is Trump is forever the most most influential president that we've ever had because he had all y'all ass interested in politics. Yeah. Everybody was talking about politics this year. Like we had the highest number of voter turnout ever. Like hella people voted. Yeah, yeah, quote unquote. And it's like one, but the 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 sad thing is like all these people that are talking about politics are only talking about the two figures as a personality. They're not talking about the actual politics behind it. Nobody was talking about policy. The right was talking about it a little more than the left, but really even on both sides, nobody was really talking about policy. They were just talking about how they felt about this figurehead. They weren't talk they weren't even looking at the policies that were trying to that that each side was trying to get past. So it's like on one hand I'm like, well, at least y'all are more interested in politics. On the other, I'm like, y'all still don't even know who y'all state senators is or who y'all mayor is. So I don't, are y'all really interested in politics or are y'all just riding the new wave and the new wave happens to be about politics right now? I don't even think it's like they're they're interested in politics. I think they're just interested in like the drama between it because like this has been the most chaotic election. I mean even outside of COVID, if you were to just take COVID away, this would still be like a clash of two huge personalities. You feel me? You have Trump on one hand who literally ripped Joe Biden to shreds with all his like, you know, funny little insults during the debate. So it's like, you know, it almost looked like a reality show. Like you have two personalities that are conflicting with each other that are very funny. If yeah. You, like if you were to watch the debate, knew nothing about politics, you would still think that's funny. Bro, that shit would, yeah. Like, and it's funny that you said that because one of my doormates, you know, Tom, he listens to pods, shouts out to you. Um, he was like, bro, this literally looks like a reality show because before the debate started, they were literally showing highlights of each uh, president. Like, I mean, of each candidate. They were like, Donald Trump and they had him talking and then they had him like this and shit like a reality TV show like they was really, they was literally and then they had Joe Biden he was doing the stupid wave and shit he was like doing all that shit and I was like wow it's really come down to this where our life <laughs> like these is the two people that is about to be one of them is about to be the president bro and that is the crazy highlights exactly That's and the then like I said the, the the I wasn't like I didn't really care, but the debate was so funny because at the end of the day, it's two old ass men. Because y'all gotta remember, both of these niggas are in their late seventies, about to be eighties. So it was two old ass niggas, like old as fuck, arguing on stage in front of the entire country. So that in itself is funny as fuck. That in itself is hilarious. <laughs> but then when you realize, like, damn, our dumbass is voting for one of these niggas. See? And these are the candidates that we put up. And then not only that, Kanye says he's going to run. Everybody's like, oh, you're crazy. He's crazy. You're crazy if you're voting for Kanye, this and that. Yeah, yeah, yada, yada, yada. It's like, wow. The people who th- are saying that the people who think Kanye should be president, y'all are saying it's crazy. Whereas y'all are putting people to be president that are literally so close to death that it's not even funny. Like these niggas are dying in the next 20 years, for sure. Like no if, ands, or buts about it. They're going to be dead within the next 20 years. Kanye is still going to be here. So we are letting two people who are not even going to be alive dictate how we're going to live for the next 10, 20, whatever years with the policies that they pass, run our country. We are getting two old ass turtles. One of them to be the president and run the lives of, of hella young people. And we're like, fuck it. See, that's the craziest part to me is like, you expect these, even if they were black or Mexican, these dudes are in their 70s. They're not going to 
of course they're not going to know how to fix problems that us 20, 30-year-olds have. You can't expect that from – they haven't been 20 and 30 for 40 years. Like, and even if like even when they were 20 and 30, that was an entirely different life. That's what I'm saying. When they were – I mean, yeah, yeah, what you're saying. But also, when they were 20 or 30, it was like the 80s, the 70s. Like, the, of course they're not the, – of course, like in a in a the average life for a twenty and thirty year old in the seventies is way different than the average life for a twenty or thirty year old year thirty year old now. So that's why I'm I'm in favor of lowering the age for for the presidents. Cause I think you got to be like forty or thirty something, and it's like you got to be thirty five. Actually, that's pretty young. So maybe people should at thirty five start running for president. I feel like Kanye. The reason why he would have been the or the reason why he was the best candidate, in my opinion, was because especially for black people is like we're always looking for somebody to relate to us. And then you go vote for Joe Biden. He's 40 <laughs> years, he's 40 years older than all of us. He's a white man. And he's been rich his whole life. He's 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 rich like why do you guys why would you not want somebody that's been in been in like probably 75% of your guys' shoes, whether you were broke, poor. If you're black, you're black. He was black. He grew up in Chicago. He grew up in one of the worst places in America. And it's like, you want to go and vote for Joe Biden. And then not only vote for him, but laugh at Kanye West and think that he's crazy or think that the people that support him are crazy. Like, I, like everybody, nobody wants an old teacher. Everybody wants a young teacher that's cool, that they can relate to, that's hip. So it's like, why is it, why is it such a problem? when he wants to run for president. Like, bro, it's just sad to actually think about, like, this is where we are in this country. It's so sad. And that's why I, I'm a I'm a firm believer that there should be a test to vote. Yes, bro. Because I, yes. the fact that y'all are just so easily manipulated to one side or the other, like, is honestly scary as fuck. So, like, y'all can be tricked so easily and so quickly Y'all don't deserve to vote. Y'all, one, y'all don't even care enough about politics to actually know what's going on. Exactly. So why are y'all caring about voting all of a sudden when y'all don't even care? Y'all don't even know who your mayor is. I think, this is what I think. I think there should be a couple requirements to vote. One of those requirements should be you had to have voted in at least one of your state elections prior to that presidential election. So whether it had been the Senate election, whether it had been the mayor, whether it had been... And no, I think you should at least... You should be more worried about your mayor and your senator and your governor than you are who the president is. Because at the end of the day, your life is not going to change that much with, depending on who... If Biden or if Trump is in there. Your life, your life, your day-to-day is not going to change that much depending on which one of them is in there. But you know who is going to control your day-to-day? Your governor, your mayor, the people running your city. So why are y'all more worried about the figurehead president than you are who's actually running your city and passing the laws in your city and in your state? So I think there should be, you should have, you should have to, to vote in your local election, you know, whether that be for mayor or whatever. And then... You should have to vote for a senator election before you vote for the <laughs> before you vote for, for the president. Like I think that should be one of the requirements. Either that, or if you don't get the chance to vote in your local election or vote for the senator, then you have to take a test to vote yeah. and know what policies you're voting for. I think that should be a standard because when you have like everybody knows each like Fox and CNN are both biased in their own way and everybody like this isn't a secret so it's like if that's where we're getting our information for these candidates from why like why is it a big why is it a big question on if people are getting manipulated into voting for a certain type of people I mean a certain person that's why you should have to take a test to to show that you at least know what you're voting for you're not like people got to understand you're not voting for Joe Biden's personality. I don't care if he's nice, mean, or whatever he is. You're voting for what he's going to put on that paper and what he what he's going to prove. 
Nigga literally said he raising taxes on the first day in office. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, it's it's crazy to me. Like, I I just feel like people, and that's what that's why I feel like the Democrats are. I'm not even gonna say Democrats. I just feel like that's what Trump did so wrong. He just didn't put on a good personality. For yeah. People. Like if he would have put on a good person, all he had to do was be a little nice. A little, all he had to do, all he had to do was go shake some people's hand, kiss a couple babies. Like that's all he had to do. Because I feel like personally, and I, you know, I'm probably gonna get flack for this, but his four years, he has done a lot and has done a lot of good stuff. There's been some bad things. There's been some bad things, of course. But to me, ninety percent, ninety-five percent of the bad things that he's done has just been his personality and him just saying some crazy stuff. But if you look at what he's passed and, and what he's done and what he's like the KKK thing, for example, the first, pre- like what we're not like the things that he did for black people, most funding the HBCU, lowest unemployment, like it's just a number black of things. Black people out of jail. And it, yeah, exactly. Like 90,000 of them. So it's like, if he would have just, it's so crazy how people are so fixed on personality instead of facts and exactly. emotional over facts. Exactly. And that's why, like, you got to have a balance. Like, I'm not saying, you know, just be a robot and don't have no emotions, but you got to know when to focus on emotion and when to focus on fact. Exactly. Presidential election, that's when you need to focus on fact. Like, just think about it. This is the lowest gas has ever been. Lowest it's ever been. I remember during the because I remember I was in uh when I was in fifth grade, I did a project on uh different gas prices depending on where you're buying your gas from and, and what state you live in. And they were all in the three, four, five dollar ranges. And right now gas is like in the high one dollar, low two dollar ranges, mm-hmm. pretty much all in Arizona, it's like one ninety-eight. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like gas prices is down. Taxes has been cut a lot. Like taxes has been cut a hell of And I know, you know, we're all young, so we don't necessarily have to think about that. But taxes is being cut hella. Like drug prices is dropping. All this stuff is happening under the Trump presidency. So y'all can't sit here and act like he's just done nothing. Exactly. Whether you like the nigga or not, you probably don't like him because – of his views on immigration and the shit he says. And but even if, with the views on immigration, how are you going to be mad for the president saying, yeah, we need to, you know, only let legally Bro, how can you get mad at the leader of a country to to prior, to want to prioritize his citizens before somebody else? Like, that is so insane to me. Like, if you're the leader of something, if you're leading me and you're in not in control of me, but if you're my front runner, I hope you care about me more than you care about somebody from a different place. Not, yeah. not, not even just that. They was mad at the president for upholding the law. <laughs> they, <laughs> like they were mad about him, about the ICE situation. He didn't even, that's not even him. He didn't do that. That was Obama. Yeah. Just so y'all know who started the cages. That was Obama. So how are you going to get mad at him? For- cages, Joe. So how are you going to get mad at him for just being caught in the crossfire? Like, it's insane to me. And it, like, even with the police brutality stuff, it's like more people died by the hands of police with under the Obama administration. Exactly. And, and now it's people are mad at him. Literally, are, Black Lives Matter was founded under the Obama administration. And people are mad at, at Trump just because he's just, they're saying he's provoking racism. It's like, how? Like, it's, it's this, it's, it was it's been worse obviously but it's been way worse and it from 20, 2008 to 2016 or 2015 whatever you want to say so it's like i don't get how you can just bash somebody it's not even it's it's it's, it's literally just the media yeah just just, it, just putting out stuff in order to bash somebody cuz they could have they could have put out the same facts on obama but they didn't exactly exactly and that's what y'all need to realize. Like, you know, I don't really even got really too much more to say about it just because, like, like t- talking about this, like, just puts you in such a negative atmosphere. So, like, I'm not going to keep being a dead horse. If you hate that nigga Trump, hate him. I really don't care at this point. I, 
I don't care enough about politics because the whole government is corrupt. But all I, I'm going to just leave y'all with this point. Know what you're voting for and who you're voting for. Don't vote for personality. Vote for policy. Mm. care more about your local government than you do about the federal government because mm. weed is illegal federally but if you live in motherfucking vegas or if you live in california you can smoke weed legally so that should just go to tell you your government is controlling how you live not the fucking federal government exactly stop being stupid and stop being manipulated by the media because all they want you to do is fight amongst each other then to come together and realize that the problem isn't the right or the left. The problem is the establishment as a whole. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm like, when we're in the middle of this talking, they're going to be like, damn, this is how they make these motherfuckers. <laughs> Bro, because it, it really do be hard. Like, Joe Rogan said that. He was like, it's hard to just get up on here and talk. I don't be mad at it, I know, bro. You don't realize how hard it is until you really got to, like, hold a conversation on the spot. Yeah. Like, that's that's one. I try, like, to make sure there's, like, never no periods where, like, it's just crickets and, like, nobody talking. That's why, like, sometimes I'm. It feel like I'm talking too much, but it's really just because I don't want it to be a moment where like neither of us got nothing to say, and like we just looking at each other, like. <laughs> just like <laughs> but I feel like we got that chemistry to like. You feel me? Even if that does happen, I'll just probably say something funny, like say something stupid, and then that'll like. Bro, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that nigga Joe Rogan like. Nigga, there's net like I don't think there's been one podcast where it hasn't been a smooth conversation the entire time. I know. I mean, it probably has. Let's let's be honest. But <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's like fifteen hundred of them though. So like, it is over. Three, two, one. We're live. We're back. We're in it. You feel me? In it to um, win it. Yeah, we ganging out here. You feel me? You feel me? Like, we really be out in these streets. Um. COVID, lockdowns, vaccines, all that good stuff, you know. Let's let's just start at the beginning of when COVID, you know, really started. Yeah. When did you first hear about COVID? I heard about it in December. Yeah, I heard about it in November, but I wasn't, I didn't really think nothing of it. I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, and it sounded made up too, like coronavirus. Yeah, facts. I thought it was, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah, and then um, February came around, and I was like, "Oh, this might be a little serious." Yeah, there might there might be cases in America. <laughs> yeah, it, but even then, like, it wasn't literally until they closed school, and I was like, "Oh, so this is like a real thing? <laughs> like, this, this is like something real?" <laughs> yeah, bro. Like. I, I remember, like, the first time, like, it got to Vegas or something, or, like, got to the States. <laughs> that was funny, the States. But, um yeah, when it got to the States, like, this one girl had wore a mask. She was, like, the first person I've ever seen wear a mask. And, like, I was, like, okay, like, maybe, maybe I should be worried. Because, I mean, like, at this point, like, there wasn't, like, no evidence or no, like, signs behind it, like, we didn't know that this was going to be a 99 survival rate. So, like, I'm thinking this is going to wipe the map off. But I don't know. There was still, like, that part of me that, like, okay, I don't care. Like, it was still, like, that part, like, I'm not going to get it. Yeah, or I'm not going to die from this. I was like. I was like, am I really going to be the chosen one to catch this and die? Like, I doubt exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, let me just let me just continue with my life. So, yeah, but then once they closed down schools, I was like, okay, well, this is serious. And then once once they didn't let us go back at all, like, because I remember we were supposed to go back in, like, April or something. Yeah. And then once they didn't let us go back. Yeah, I was ecstatic. But once they <laughs> – no, but what's crazy is I actually got sick the day before we went back to – we were supposed to go back to school. 
or no, I got sick the day they canceled school. So like that, I think it was Sunday. We were skating together and I was, I was feeling terrible and I got sick. So I thought I had it. So I was like, I'm not, I was like, I'm not going to school anyways. And then they canceled it. And I was like, bed. I don't even know why I brought that up, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. COVID like, I remember at the beginning, and that's why I'm trying to, I'm scrolling through my Facebook right now because I made a post at the, like, when it first, like, really started popping off. Because before, you know, y'all pussy-ass niggas was all on this fucking, um, let's start a revolution shit. I was, like, dead-ass trying to start a revolution before it was popular. Yeah, you was. Yeah, and I'm trying to find the exact post I made. One other thing I want to say about COVID, though, before you say that, was, like, I feel like COVID. I just scrolled all the way to it and then accidentally, like, swiped left. And oh. It's not even that serious. Yeah, I remember it. I remember you was, like, why wow, these white people is old and sick. Let's talk yeah, about something this. like that. Damn, bro, that's irritating. But, uh, yeah, I feel like COVID brought a lot of people together. You feel me? And it sparked a lot of things. Because, I, you know, I try to focus on the positive stuff. And I feel like I had a lot of fun because of COVID. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's facts. But I, I found the post that I, I just went on my Instagram. I said, the coronavirus is planet Earth's way of reducing the population. If you have been paying attention, it's primarily deadly among the elderly white community demographic. This demographic happens to be the same one that the most powerful people and leaders of the world are in, leading me to believe that the seriousness of its effects across the board are being greatly exaggerated. I said this back at the beginning of March. With that being said, I think the coronavirus is Earth's way of telling minority parties it's time for revolution. Nobody was fucking with that. Nobody. Nobody at all. But George Floyd happened in, oh, it's time for a revolution and shit like that. So fuck y'all, first off. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. And now y'all call me a coon and shit. Man, oh my God. Like, bro, this shit is really beyond me, bro. Like, it's really crazy. But uh, when it first started, you know, I was on that tip. I never, I'm one of them that really never took Corona serious the entire time. Mm-hmm. Call me an asshole if you want. It's like, that's just how I was coming. And bro, I forgot to tell y'all last pop, my fucking grandpa died this in 2022. I forgot that shit with the death part. But besides that point. <laughs> yeah. That was besides sad. That, I know, but. I'm 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 so immune to death at this point, bro. Like, yeah. But I was literally on that tip that y'all is on right now, back in March, and niggas was just not fucking with it. But now, when it's popular to have a revolution and shit, all oh, y'all want to hop on that wave. Like it's just so crazy. Don't step on the puddle when it's a puddle, and then ride it when it's wave. I'm very honest, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, like I said, I, I I was never really taking COVID serious. When uh, school got canceled, you know, I was kind of like happy because I didn't feel like doing no more work anyways, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> I was like, summer break. Yeah, thanks. You feel me? Like I had just um, I had just got accepted into the college that I'm going to right now and I was like, really, I was like, after I got accepted in college, I was like, or I had to got accepted in other colleges, but after I got accepted in like the one that I really wanted to go to, I was really like, yeah, I'm I'm not doing no more work. Like, what's the point? And COVID easier. Exactly. Like, I don't care if not, this was before COVID though. I was like, I don't even care <laughs> if my grades drop. Like, I'm not doing a damn thing else because I already got into college. What difference is me having an A or a C going to make? Like, I don't give a fuck. They already accepted me. They already gave me the full ride and everything. So y'all can y'all can keep that A, to be honest. 
want me to do any work there. But yeah, I was happy as fuck when my school got canceled. And then you got me into skating, so that was cool. Yeah, bro. We skated every day. That's why, like, I feel like COVID just made things like it made me have more fun because, like, we would skate every single day. Didn't, bro. Didn't care if the park was closed. We was hopping the fence. Didn't care what, like, what was going on. We was outside. Exactly. That's why I feel like it was, it was like one of the greatest things that that happened to me. Yeah. It led me. It led me to go outside. Yeah. When I say this, I mean it. 2020 was probably the best no it was the best year of my life so far by yeah. far like by miles it was the best year of my life like i, I don't fuck what y'all talking about like fuck 2020 and all i had a bunch of fun yeah. during 2020 maybe y'all didn't have fun because y'all can't have fun without going to the mall and shit yeah but <laughs> like i just had a great time just going out in nature skating you know being around the homie and just like really enjoying myself and living life. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention to the news. Like, well, at the beginning I was paying attention to the news, not because of COVID, but like when the riots popped off. And if you guys go watch our very, very, very first pod that's on my YouTube, y'all will see like, I was literally out here defending the rioters and shit. And like, I was for the riots when all this first popped off. So it's just crazy. Like, how people call me cool and shit like that shit really irritates me but yeah i was for all of that but after i stopped watching the news you know i wasn't i was having an amazing time i wasn't wearing a mask like you idiots that you know think that's gonna save your life flimsy ass mask like i still don't wear a mask to this day but yeah i was just chilling really I had a nice ass i had a, a wonderful 2020 I yeah. remember we were planning to go to LA, but I know realized that that was not the move. <laughs> I was excited to go to LA, though. but you know, speaking of <clears throat> speaking about the first podcast, I think it's crazy to see how much like we've grown this year. You feel me? Because like we like January, we weren't really doing nothing, but like you know, we would have like little videos, and then. Not like like actual videos, but like Snapchat videos or whatever. And then we did the first podcast, and then now we're doing this one. And it's like we really – that's why I like doing it because we've seen the growth and, and the maturity in both of us. Yeah. So how do you feel about your personal experiences that, you know, that, that have changed this year? How do you feel like you've grown this year? You know, personally, I think, you know, I've grown a lot because – I stopped caring so much about what other people think and like how other people perceive me. I'll just do, <laughs> I'll just do shit, you know, that I find fun and that I find that's cool and stuff. Like I remember the old me would not have ever stepped on a skateboard because that's shit that weird niggas do. I remember literally like when you asked me to now I'm probably forever remember this. You asked me to go to the skate park. I was like, what the fuck? Like that was literally my first initial reaction. I was like, this nigga going to escape her. Like, what? What are you talking about? But wait, what? Just a quick question. What made you change your mind about that? Because I think I think it was one day I, I was like at the same time. Yeah, but I was like, one day I was like, I'm gonna go to the skate park. You was like, Yeah, can I go with you? What made you change your mind? Um so I was on, uh, oh yeah, that's what I was going to say too. This 2020 was the first year that you did acid and shrooms, most psychedelics. So, yeah, yes, sir. But <laughs> um, what made me change my mind is I was on shrooms and acid, and I just like had like a really like, I like had one of those trips where I wasn't like really super high, but like I was just thinking a lot. I remember, like, I cried. Like, I sat in my room and cried for, like, 30 minutes. And I took a picture of myself on my phone. I'll show y'all the picture. Because I never even got to... Uh, I never even got to... Because the plan was I made a, a time capsule. And I was basically, like, putting a bunch of stuff in the time capsule of 
all right. It's like basically the old me like literally died that day. That's how I look at it. And like, that's why I was crying and shit. So was- bro, looking back, that's why I think I was crying and shit. But that was fire. I, I, I basically, I made a little box time capsule of all these old memories and like all these things that I over I overcame in the years. Cause I just got accepted in my college and shit. I was just like thinking about a lot of stuff. And, um, and, uh, hold on, I'm looking for the, uh, it was this, no, no, it wasn't that day. <laughs> oh, where's the picture? All right, hold on one second. This one. Wait, let me see. So basically that wallet symbolized oh, that wallet? Like, when I was broke as fuck and I was like, I'm never going to be broke again. I literally just got done crying when I took that picture. And then you texted me and we went skating like a couple of uh, hours after that. But I was like, you know, let me try something new because I want to get out of, you know, my comfort, comfort zone of just doing the same thing over and over every single day. So yeah, I was like, let me go to the skate park with this dude, you know. I don't know how to skate, but it wasn't necessarily skating that got me out there. I just didn't want to be in the house. I was like, let me get outside, and if you want to go to skate park, then cool. I'll go to skate park or whatever. I don't really care. And then, you know, just skating, I was like, wow, this shit is, like, really fun. Like, you know, I'm just in nature, like, if you skate, you're going to be outside so much more. So, like, niggas was getting so much fresh air. And, like, I remember I took pictures of the sky that night, that day. And, like, it was just looking so amazing. Because, remember, I'm on acid and shrooms now. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm very high. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, it was just, like, really a vibe. And I don't know. That was probably one of the best days ever, low-key, like. I remember that's like really the day that I made the transition from like being this bot ass nigga. Now, don't get me wrong, I still like was battling through. I was in what you call the the state of um, the purgatory. Yeah, yeah, kinda. Like, I think uh, fuck, I forgot what the. It's not raw. It's not amen. It's not aten. It's. If I remember, I'll let y'all know, but I was in the first state of the rebirth. I was the awakening. That's like when I really, because I I was already woke in a sense, but that's when I really changed. Like, and I was really putting an effort towards changing how I viewed and how I lived, viewed the world and lived my life. And yeah, I just really remember like sitting there crying. I was like, what the fuck am I crying for, bro? And but if y'all out there, it's not, you know, it's not, you're not pussy for crying or you're not not tough for crying because sometimes a good cry will really make your ass feel way better. Oh, God. But, um, yeah, ever since then, you know, niggas been on a skateboard at least four to five days out out of every week. Yeah. I feel like, like, similar to your situation, because I started skating before you. But, like, skateboarding – the reason why I started skateboarding wasn't because I wanted to get better or nothing. Like I didn't want to – I didn't want to go pro. It was just because I quit playing basketball and I didn't have anything to do after school. So, I was like, I, I don't want to just keep coming home and going – going taking a nap and doing stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. So, that's why I, I picked up a skateboard. But I feel like I, I get you when you, when you say – it got you out your comfort zone because like even till this day, like I still don't feel like I'm in my comfort zone necessarily when I skate because I feel like that, that would just be too much to ask for. Cause I played basketball for what, 15 years of my life. Yeah. So like I get you on, on the comfort zone and that's why like till this day, it's like, I love trying new things or like I, I make it a point to try new things because like you never know, like you, like your first impression of like skateboarding or going to a skate park was like that's weird, but now you feel me? That's like one of the best places to go. That you spend 
Where, how, how long did you say you were there for like six hours when you uh when you did the board slide? Oh yeah. Exactly. Like it's just it's crazy what just trying something new can do for you. Exactly. And not only that, failing. Like yeah. you're sitting there constantly failing over and over for hours. Like you gotta fail for hours before you finally succeed to board slide that rail for three seconds. But that three seconds will make all those hours like completely worth it. Exactly. And like what I really like love about skating is like there's so much positive energy like just around the, in the atmosphere, like around mm -hmm. the skate park, whenever you're skating, like like you said, I'm not in my comfort zone when I skate, but I feel like I'm in my element. Like mm -hmm. I feel like I belong there. And not that's not me even necessarily because I'm good or because I fucking suck, but <laughs> it's just because like there's not nobody judging me. There's not nobody looking at me and like, oh, he sucks or mm -hmm. oh this or that, like, I really, like, it doesn't matter, you feel me, like, you can be terrible and have so much fun, you can be, you know, failing a lot and still have a lot of fun, and there's not, like, that many things in life that are like that, where you can not be not good at something and still have the time of your life, like, if you tried to go, and we always talk about, it, if you tried to play basketball, like, if you uh, equated the level of trashness I was at in skating to basketball, you would not have fun going to play basketball. You wouldn't get on the court. You literally you would have to sit there. never play basketball again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, one, niggas would be talking shit. And two, <laughs> it just wouldn't be fun because it's like, basically how trash I was, it's like you wouldn't even be able to dribble and make a layup. Like, that's the level of trashness. But I was, you know, I, I feel like you felt this too, but, like, especially coming from basketball, it's like when you first go to the skate park, it, like, it, it changes, like, your whole perception of what a fun activity could be. Because, yeah. like, playing basketball, like, that was our fun activity. That's what, like, we did for fun. We'd go play with friends. And there was always conflict. There was always somebody talking mess. There was always, like, this feeling of, like, I'm like, there's always this feeling of like someone's better. You feel me? Yeah. Because no matter how good you are, it's well, I, for me personally, it's like there's always going to be somebody that's that's a challenge. There's always gonna be some, like somebody could dunk on me easily. That's that's basically the thing. And when you go to the skate park, it's like there's literally none of that. There's never like, like, I remember the first day I went, I was I went with this dude named Jack. Well, you know, Jackson. I went with Jackson to JC. And I was trash, but I was trying to ollie that that three stair, right? And like, if you were to go to a basketball court and sit there and try to make layups for an hour, they would all laugh at you. But exactly. like everybody, not everybody, but like four or five people were cheering me on to ollie. And I'm like, bro, what? Like coming from such a toxic environment, like getting kicked off the team. And then coming here where it's like, it's just full support. It's, it was like, it was super eye-opening to me. And it, and it changed not only what I thought was a fun activity, but it changed like my direction of my life. Cause it was like, I only want people around me that are going to be like this. Like yeah. it set the standard for who I want around me now. Like, I don't want nobody that's trying to compete with me 24 seven. If yeah. I can have somebody that's going to support me while I'm, whether I'm trying to tray flip a 30 stair, or whether I'm trying to ollie off the curb. Exactly. Exactly. Like, that's really one thing, like, I like a lot about skateboarding is, I mean, yeah, you can compare yourself to others if you want, but you're not going to have a good time if you do that, because maybe there's always going to be somebody in skateboarding that can do something you can't, like, even the coldest motherfuckers, like, there's people that, they can't do everything, like, there's people that are good at certain stuff, but if you're just not focused on comparing yourself to somebody else and you're focused on yourself and just getting yourself better and doing what you want to do, you'll, you'll have so much fun. Like that's really one thing that skateboarding really taught me is like, you don't need to compare yourself to somebody else. Like you are good and wonderful and perfect just how you are. You feel me? Whether 
whatever level you're at, whatever skills that you have, you're perfect how you are. Now, if you want to get better, there's nothing stopping you from getting better. If you want to work out, you know, and this goes beyond skateboarding. This is all aspects of life. But it just taught me that there's no use in comparing yourself to somebody because as long as you compare yourself to somebody, there's always going to be somebody better than you at something. And with that comes unhappiness in some way because you're always, you're going to be focusing on that aspect that somebody is better than you at rather than focusing on the good things, the things that you're good at. So, yeah. And I definitely like, I definitely love the fact that skateboarding is such an individual sport because for years we both play like team sports. So it's like, there's certain things as, you know, a six foot three point guard that I couldn't do you feel me? just because I had, okay, not six foot three, but, you, <laughs> but as a five, 10 point or five, whatever, six foot point guard that I couldn't do just as a point guard, <laughs> but I was just not a good liar, but as a point guard that I couldn't do, You're trying to cap. <laughs> but as like a good point guard that I couldn't do just because I'm a point guard and because that's not my role. Like I couldn't go down there and try to back somebody down, but who's to say I don't want to do that? Who's to say that I don't want to, you feel me, be in the post? You feel Because I, I like the post moves, but I can't do it because I'd be looked like, what? Like, first of all, I probably won't score. But either way, it's like skateboarding made it to where, like, I could progress at my own pace and I could work on whatever I want to work on whenever I want to work on it. Exactly. Like, there's no, like, there's no set journey that you have to take in order to to get better at it. Like you don't have to sit there and work on a jump shot or work on a kickflip for 20 hours if you don't want to work on a kickflip. If you don't want to if you don't want to kickflip for the rest of your life, you ain't got a kickflip for the rest of you could do tray flips for the rest of your life and it just you could be the best tray flipper. Like and not only that, it's like with basketball, you always had to depend on somebody. And mm-hmm. with skateboarding, all you're really doing is depending on yourself. Yeah. And you always had somebody in your ear trying to tell you what to do. Like exactly. there's always a coach like, you need to do this, you need to do this. Like, I don't want to do that. So I, that's why skateboarding, you ain't got to listen to nobody at all. Exactly. Yeah. So that was learning how to skateboard was definitely probably the highlight of my 2020. Like, that was probably the best thing that that happened to me. Um, and and you feel me? And, but and MDH is like, yeah. This I I feel like these are two things that are just gonna live with me forever. Yeah. Like so, let we could get into MDH real quick. Because yeah. A lot of people don't even know like what what this started from, like what the ideas, what the goal was behind it. Because at first we had very we had a different goal. Like we didn't think about doing a podcast or maybe you did, but I didn't think about doing a podcast. All, all I thought this was going to be was just, we're going to make shirts and like be a clothing brand. Yeah. Um, so MDH, it was born uh, on the roof of my house when both me and Andre was tripping balls off of uh, shrooms. <laughs> But, um, yeah, uh, it started there and, you know, ever since then, and I I don't know if you still have the recording or maybe it was on my phone, but we, I remember we sat down or we were laying down, looking up at the sky, just talking and yeah, we, we were, I was like, all right, hold up, let me record this. And we just, and it wasn't even on us. We was just recording, talking about like stars and like hella shit and all that. And later that night, you was like, bro, I got this idea. We should do this thing called MDH or not. It wasn't MDH. It was modern day. It was one of them. I, yeah, it was modern day hippies. It wasn't MDH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, and we went through like various drafts. Like I remember at first we spelled it H I. P-P-I-E-S or something like that. Yeah, and then we had to um, change it. We had to change it because we couldn't get that on Instagram. So it was just H-P-P-I-E-S or something like that. We took the first I out. 
which was kind of weird. And then we ended up, I think I was like, since we're modern day hippies and we don't really care about spellings, let's just put a motherfucking two Y's on an S, you feel me? And say, fuck it, you know, like that just goes to show we really don't give a fuck. But, you know, we end up eventually getting to how we, where we are now with the name and stuff. But, you know, the growth of MDH, you know, even though like it's not super big or whatever, I, I, it like that, how can I put this? MDH and skating, you know, it's two things that I, I started in 2020. Like you said, I feel like they're going to be with me forever. Like I plan on getting an MDH tattoo, whether it blows up or not. I, I feel like I'm like, that is like, because at the end of the day, it's a mindset for me. You know, it's not even just this company. Like it's, a way that I'm going to carry myself and live my life. So it's way more than just a little company or a podcast or an Instagram or a t-shirt, you know, it's really how I'm thinking and how I'm carrying myself from that one. But uh, those two things, like they really started very close in proximity to each other. And just to see how both of them are growing so much or at least by my standards, like when we first started this, I would have never thought we'd still, you know, be doing all these podcasts and all this stuff. However, you know, we're not going to tell you how much money we've raised, but raised however much money we've raised and the amount of time that we've been doing this because we've only really been seriously doing this for about three months. So I'm very proud of the progress that we've made. You know, we got our own website up and running. We got a Instagram, a Twitter, you know, we got a, a Venmo if y'all want to donate at MDA shit. <laughs> we got shirts, you know, we got, uh, we got very, we got a bunch of designs of shirts and we're going to have the actual shirts coming out really soon, you know, very excited for that. So all this stuff that's happening, you know, I'm just really proud that we said we were going to do this and we're still doing it. You know, there's many a times where we could have stopped and been like, damn, nobody's really fucking with this. Nobody's really watching it like that. Nobody likes it. But we were like, bro, fuck it. Because at the end of the day, I don't care if we only get one viewer. I don't care if we get zero, zero viewers, because doing this helps me as much as it, it helps anybody, you know, listening or anybody, you know, that may be one of our clients or anybody you know, that just doing a therapy session or anything like that. Which we you still. Know, yeah. You know, get your therapy sessions. You feel yeah. me? But you feel me like doing these podcasts, doing MDH, it's been teaching me discipline and teaching me patience and teaching me consistency. So it's really helping me wonders because one is giving me an outlet where I can vent where I can talk shit, where I can talk positivity, where I can spread all these ideas, all the, my views on the world without necessarily being judged, which is something that a lot of people can't do. Like they can't go to their friends or mm-hmm. go to their parents or even tell, honestly tell themselves how they honestly feel about a situation or about feel about some things and be honest about it. So that's like something I really like that, I can do with MDH. Yeah. I'm I'm like super proud of like of the growth that 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 I've seen because I feel like just because of the people we are or the people that we used to be like in school like we were never looked at as like people that would stick to something and like you feel me be dedicated at all. Like I feel like, and that's why I feel like low key, like a lot of people do doubt us. And I don't even blame them. I mean, a little bit, but I don't necessarily blame them because like they knew us when we weren't like serious about anything. Like we would laugh 25 8. But like just to see that we could take something serious, but still have so much fun with it is, is, is to me is what makes it worthwhile. And that's why, like, I don't look at the viewership as, like, progress. I look at 
our dedication as progress in in our in our personal progress like we were doing like one podcast like no nah, probably like three podcasts a month at one point not we even like there yeah, was one we barely time. did podcasts i'll say that but like to see that we're on schedule now well we're not on the schedule that we made because something that's, that's because i started working yeah, exactly so it's not like we're just like not doing it it's just we literally can't but it's like we're still yeah, but, but we're still yeah consistent yeah, we're still and all that. yeah so it's like just to see that and then just to think that this idea just started from two from a random conversation and then just to see how much it's blossomed into to what it is now is is amazing and like yeah. and like you said like even if this doesn't go anywhere, like I'm still gonna hold on to this because I knew this was a this was a part of my life that changed me and, and helped shape the person that I am and the person I'm gonna become. Whether or not we get a million views or one view, it still changed who I am. It changed the way I view things. Exactly. And that's like that's something that more people should pay attention to. Like they they're always caring about the outside reaction, like, oh, getting this much views or, oh, mm-hmm. getting this much attention. But all that should really matter is how it affects you, how yeah. you feel about it, you know? And honestly, even if it helps one person, like, that's enough for me. And, you know, I'm that one person that's helping. So <laughs> that's what we, you know, I mean, I'm not saying we only help because I, I hope we help more. I mean, yeah, because we got consistent viewers and listeners and stuff and you know we love all you guys like truly i remember there was a point where i'll never say like i love somebody or nothing because like that shit kind of meant serious to me but like now i can truly say like i love all our viewers like even if you don't fuck with us and don't like listen to us i still love you i got love for you because what mdh taught me is like being positive on there's no, you, there's no use being negative. Like that doesn't do nothing but hurt you. So being positive and, you know, just always trying to be happy whenever you can, it really does wonders, not only for you physically and mentally, but for the energy that, the energy you put out in the world is the energy that you're gonna receive. So if you're putting out negative energy, that's all you're gonna receive is negative energy. But since we're putting out this positive energy and, you know, you might talk a little shit, but we're pretty much for the most part having fun. We laugh every single podcast a lot. So it's not like we over here having a bad time. It, even though this is work, it doesn't feel like we're doing work. You know, all it really feels like is, you know, two friends having a conversation. And that's what I love about it because it's just so easy. Not in the sense that Cause these podcasts are hard to do. Like right now it's literally 3 a.m. I'm tired as fuck. I literally just did an eight hour shift at work, but I'm not complaining about it because this is something I want to do and I'm happy doing it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm just so glad that we, like I said, this idea blossomed into what it is now and that, it's still going on and I hope and I'm I plan and I'm pretty sure that it's gonna keep going on like this for many, many years to come. Yeah. And we're just gonna keep growing and growing and growing. And you know, like Andre Jones said, don't step on the puddle when it's a puddle and try and ride the wave when it's a wave. You know, simple as that. Um but you know, <laughs> before we end it, you know, I got a little quote to end y'all off with. Do not wait to do anything. Oh, wait, let me build on this point. Cause you oh, yeah, ended on something like that. Yeah, before we end it, let me just go off on the first point. Don't wait to do nothing. Because you feel me? First of all, you don't never know if that time will come when you can do it. Because you tell me exactly. you might that's facts. Have a big accident or something, so don't. But even like not, you might be riding a driving a golf cart. And yeah, shout out to Mike. You feel me? But like, 
<laughs> but like, no, in all seriousness, like just don't wait because the time that you spent waiting, you could have been grinding and getting to where you want to be. Facts. Facts. And like, just one more thing to see what we did in three months, like serious three months is crazy. Like I like it's it's still insane to me that we've raised the money that we've raised. We've done the videos that we've done. Like we get the viewership that we've got that we've gotten. It's like it's crazy to see. Exactly. And like these is coming from, you know, three two niggas that used to be some huge boss. Like I I know me personally, I used to be a big ass bot, but um all I'm gonna say is you know, for, to leave y'all off with before we get off this thing, you feel me? There's no use wasting time. There's no use waiting because all you're doing is wasting time. And if you're wasting time, what are you really doing? You know, like, I want to give y'all some, some little tips and tricks. Make sure, make a goal, a, a list of goals that you want to accomplish every year and every day, every year, every month, and every every week and every day, and really work hard to accomplish all those goals. Now they don't even got to be super hard or se- super serious goals. Like they can be something like I want to make my bed every day, or I want to do. 10 push-ups a day or however many you want, you know, judge your own, go by your own skill level, but make goals every day and stick to those goals and you will see progress and you will be very, very happy with the progress that you make. But, you know, I'm just end this by saying MDH love y'all. You feel me? Be positive, be happy, drink your water. And, you know, we come in, bigger and stronger than ever in this year that y'all call 2021 even though the new year is not really till march but that's for a whole nother pod stay tuned for that gang mdh